0: Welcome to part two of the conscious recordings on the subject of Bishel Yisrael. Tonight's recording is in honor of the anniversary of Yaakov Shmuel and Rivka Felig, whose anniversary, wedding anniversary is Tess Adar. May they be benched with continued gezunt and nachas from their family. We will begin with discussing ways in which a Jew can make a product Bishel Yisrael. And then we're going to segue into more details of Bishel Yisrael itself. Generally speaking, a Jew makes a product, Bishel Yisrael, by one of the following ways. By turning on the fire that is cooking the food, by raising the flame of a fire, even if the Jew did not actually turn on that fire, but they raised the flame of that fire that was turned on, so they participated by, by contributing towards the heat. And another way is if the Jew put the food down on the fire directly. And then another way would be stirring the food, which is all an act of cooking. According to the Mechaber, according to the Beis Yosef, who the, the Sfardim follow, to make Bishel Yisroel, otherwise known as Bishel Beis Yosef, it's not enough just for a Jew to turn on the fire, but rather a Jew has to put the food down on the fire. So it's a more stricter form of Bishul Yisrael. According to the Rama, the Ashkenazic perspective, it's enough if a Jew lights the fire, stirs the food, or raises the flame. Now, with regards to Bishul Yisrael, there is a machlokus as to when we define a product being of being of a royal nature, one that you would serve at a fancy event, whether it's a king's table, a wedding feast and the like, do you go after the original source of the product, of the material, the raw material, of the ingredient, or do you go after the final appearance of the product? For example, potato chips. Potatoes in their origin, as in their source, are of are of a royal nature. So if you bake a potato, then it's something that would have to be made Bishel Yisroel. It would have to be cooked by a Jew. On the other hand, if you take slices of a potato and you've, you deep fry them and you turn them into a snack food, such as potato chips, it's not of a royal nature. And then it's a machlokis, whether or not that would require Bishel Yisroel, whether it would require a Jew to cook, to turn on the fire to make that Bishel Yisroel or not. The uh, opinion that's mahmed that's stringent about this, maintains that because it originates from a potato, therefore, even though in the current format as a potato chip, it's not of a royal nature, it's not something that would be, you would invite your friend over to come and eat, you wouldn't serve it at a fancy event, but nonetheless, it starts from a potato, therefore it has to be cooked bisho yisro. According to the other opinion, it says, No, we go after the final end product, and the final end product is not of a royal nature, and therefore it does not have to be made bishul Yisrael. Some of the sources we have for this machlokus, if you look in Simon Kuf Yud Gimel, 113 in Yerodeah, it discusses the laws of bishul Yisrael, and there it says that, for example, a small fish is not chashuv, but when it becomes a big fish, it could be considered at that point it's going to be chashev. So it shows that we're going after the final appearance of the product, not the origin of the product. Another example would be the Arach HaShulchan brings down in kufyat Yid Gimel in, in 113 also. He says that rice bread is not of a royal nature, even though rice itself is certainly of a royal nature. We'll bring down some more sources later as well. Some other foods that I wanted to discuss are as follows. Corn chips, rice products, canned goods, and beans. So corn chips are similar to potato chips, but they're actually a little bit easier because corn chips, because corn in its origin is less of it's less praiseworthy, less of a royal nature than that of a potato, because in America corn is the, the least expensive substance. It's used to make a lot of sweeteners, etc. It's also used as animal food, different kinds of corn. It's not such a, a hush of food in America. In other countries, it's more of it's more fancy. So in America, corn chips, those. many say that corn, even as a species, is not of it's not something you would serve at a king's table. They often don't serve corn on the cob or corn at fancy events. In other countries, such as in Israel, I'm told, there they would serve it, so there it would have to be made by a Jew cooking it. But in America, it's not considered to be of a royal nature. Other products, such as rice products, so for example, if you cook rice itself, it has to be made by a Jew has to cook and turn on the fire. But if you take, for example, rice and you puff it and you make rice cakes, for example, or you make rice krispies, those processes are not traditional cooking processes, and the puffing is not something that the Chachamim, that the rabbis forbid us from doing with regards to the laws of Bishul Akum of a Jew, non-Jew cooking the food. And therefore, it's not a problem to consume rice cakes, even though a Jew did not turn on the fire by rice cakes. When it comes to rice flour products, for example, like Rice Works, those are chips, or things like that, there is the heter, the heter, the permissibility of the fact that the final product is not of a royal nature. And it's also the fact that the, that the the rice is first turned into a flower substance and then created into a new substance. So it's kind of losing its original identity from where it started from as rice. And that's a similar heter, a similar permissibility that you have with regards to Pringles. And that's how National Hachshedim certify such products and do not make them Bishal Yisrael. If someone wants to be stringent and 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 refrain, they have room to do so, but halakhically it's not required. Canned goods, for example, you can have some products that are not edible raw, that are still sold in a can. Most of the time, those, those types of foods are cooked through the medium of steam, and therefore the heter of steam applies that we spoke about in the last recording, namely that there's machlokis, whether or not the rabbis forbid us from consuming foods that were cooked by a non-Jew through the medium of steaming. Steaming is not considered a traditional way of cooking according to one opinion. Another opinion maintains it is considered a traditional uh, way of cooking. But the Minchas Yitzchak writes in a tshuva that in a factory setting one could be lenient and rely on steaming to avoid the issue of Bishal akum, because a factory setting in and of itself is already one step of a, of protecting us against the issue of bishal Akum because in a factory setting, the non-Jew cooking the food will not have any direct relationship with the end user. They're not going to see them. And therefore, it is considered to be acceptable on that basis. The chassidish Sherim are, st- are stringent nonetheless and would require Bishol Yisroel on canned foods. Soups in a bottle. Soups would have to be made Bishol Yisroel. And if they're certified and they bottled, either they're going to be cooked through steam, or they would have to be ma- made Bishel Yisro, as we mentioned. Mitzvah in the future, we will continue on with other halachas with regards to Bishel Yisro, and we're going to touch on the concept of what is halacha, what is a chumrah, what is a minhag, and what's a hidur, so we get some clarity on that matter as well. Thank you very much.